is the Flex Network. <laughs> this is the Flex Network. Flex on them. Flex on everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Flex Network. I'm your host, Flex Shane. You can follow me on Twitter at the Flex Network One. I am joined by the original season long says, Alan Soslowski. What is going on, brother? Was there another season long says before this? Is I'm the original and then there's another season long says? Well, you've been replaced, you see. <laughs> you've been replaced slowly but surely. Oh, we got clip going on. Let's get it, baby. Yeah. So, Al, you are hard man to pin down, but we we made it happen because we oh. got to give the people what they want. We got Alan Soslowski back on the Flex Network. We are recording this the morning of September 12th, morning of week one. Man, we made it here. It's been a wild ride. How are you doing, Al? How are you feeling this morning? I'm almost disappointed because it's like, you know, <laughs> you know what it is? It's like uh, Sigmund Bloom said this uh, the other day on his show, on his podcast, mm-hmm. the Football Guys. He said, like, this, this last few days before the season is almost like when you're on a roller coaster. You're strapped in and it, it goes yeah. tick, tick. Tick, tick, tick. And then you get to the top and then the season kicks off. It's like, ah, so I just want it to happen. right now. I'm disappointed because like we love all the preseason analysis, but now it is time for the reveal. So in that sense, I am excited. Uh, I can't wait to sit down and I'm overwhelmed because it just, it always seems so far away and now it's here. So I'm happy to, uh, I just want to see some of the answers to the questions we had. There's just been so many questions. You know, that makes me think of though, Al, like New Year's Eve was always like, you know, it's the big party of the year. It's got to be the the biggest, the best, the best music, the best people. And then New Year's would always come and go. And it's like, oh, okay, I guess it was fun. But it's like, was it really that good? Is, was it worth the hype? Was it worth paying $50 per seat for dinner? Probably not really. But man, I don't know. See, NFL, it's just the, the, the fun thing is, is that it kind of hits you with a wave, right? Like, obviously, it's like that taste on Thursday night. And then we got games all day Sunday, Sunday night, Monday. And then with that Thursday night game, like it's it's really it's all week. That's all we talk about. And uh, it's here. It's, it's going to be a sea of information for the next, what, four, four and a half months until we get to uh, the end of the season. And it's it's going to be a wild ride, man. Before you bl- you're going to blink, and it's going to be over. Yeah, a lot of overreactions today, which I'm looking forward to. And, you know, it, it's funny, though. I expected people to overreact like on Zeke's poor performance the other night. But mm-hmm. people seem to be pretty level-headed they they're chalking it off to like hey it was against tampa good defense i i I wish i could be that rational i mean i would i have zeke on a few teams and i'm like why did i pass on derrick henry for him you know well i was chatting with brandon about it yesterday on the show and he he's like panic button is real man like it's if you drafted zeke i mean he said he faded them a lot so he was probably drafting derrick henry ahead of zeke but man i mean the signs were kind of there right and um Tony Pollard is hashtag good. So it's going to be interesting with the 17 game season. Oh yeah. No, I mean, I'm not out on Zeke. I, I mean, he's still, he's still going to get a, a crap load of touches and he's going to get, you know, a lot of goal line equity. That was a tough matchup. So maybe if, yeah. if anyone's panicking, this is actually the greatest time to, to make a trade offer for Zeke. So yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I just hear the chat. There's, there's been some chats in the league and it's like the vultures are swarming for that Zeke manager and just like all those low ball offers like hey will fuller for ezekiel elliott straight up let's go right now i mean will fuller's come back next week right week two 
That's it's crazy. Kidding. But so Al, today we actually have a bonus episode for the people. We we heard the people. They said we need to get Al back on the show, and I think okay. So my goal today, we're gonna have five burning questions with maybe a few bonus questions thrown in there that aren't going to be specific for week one. So when you're answering these questions, take them in the context of kind of the whole season and, um, you know, take a step back because as we approach the season, right, it's draft season, it's draft season. And it's, it's the whole context of, of the entire season. You're drafting your team, you know, presumably for the season, obviously waiver wires, et cetera, it's going to change, but the approach is for the season. Now it's like week one. Okay, do I, should I drop this guy that I drafted in the seventh round for Tyson Williams or something like that, right? Like, it's just, there's so many questions, and where do we submit my questions? Um, and, and now it's like, okay, we need to take a step back and just remember, take a breath and realize, okay, it's a long season. Don't panic after the first week if you're an Ezekiel Elliott manager, and maybe it's open up. But are you ready, Al, to get started with some of the five burning questions that I want to ask you? This fantasy football yeah. season. I just want to underline something you said that was really important is that yes. don't panic, but make sure you're adjusting to new circumstances on the ground. Tyson yeah. Williams is now the running back one on that team. You need yeah. to draft him as such. Yes, there is some risk, but adjust to the circumstances on the ground. One of the things that we always would do in, in previous seasons, Al, and maybe we'll have you on the show again in about a month to, to look at this again. It's after two or three weeks of the regular season, how would you do your redraft today? And it's, it's it's always a fun exercise, right? Because so much is going to change in the coming weeks as that information reveals itself. But with that in mind, my first burning question, and it's related to Ezekiel Elliott, but it was something that we were kind of hemming and hawing about as we were approaching fantasy season, is the age of the true RB bell cow extinct? Not extinct, but it's certainly they the the true RB bell cow is more rare. It's, it's an, an American species. It's an endangered species. Yeah, Great way to put right. it. I mean, Dalvin Cook still exists. He's not extinct. Najee yeah. Harris still exists. He's not extinct. But those guys become either more that more valuable because there's yeah. less of them, or more expendable because only a few people in your league are going to get them. So, you know, similar to the elite tight end, the Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller types. It, it, those guys are rare as well. You know, the ones that perform like top eight wide receivers, but we don't all rush out to go get them. Some of our league mates do, and some of them don't. Yeah, I mean, there's always going to be a league mate drafting Travis Kelsey in, in round one. Now, until he, you know, isn't Travis Kelsey, he's going to be going to round one from here on out. I think that's interesting. I mean, I kind of feel the same as you. There's like those, those few rare players that you want to go after, but... But you don't need them. Like, so I was going to say, you don't always need to be a bell cat. Like, let's say, let's say the upside scenario for DeAndre Swift pans out where he's not a bell cow. He's a 18 touch a game player. But let's say he ends up, again, upside scenario only here. Let's say he ends up getting nine, 10, 11 catches a game. All right. For a running back. Mm -hmm. Then you don't care if he's a bell cow. You just don't mind. You're like, okay, my running back is going to get 10 or 11 easy dump offs from Jared Goff every game. He's a first round pick. Yeah, I mean, I think the coaches are going to adjust just based on the fact that there is an extra season, an extra game. But, you know, I think it was Sean McVay that was asked, like, are you going to change your approach to just your running backs with the extra game? He's like, not really. I mean, it's, it's one extra game. It's you got to take it one week at a time. And your goal every single week is to win. How do you win? You, you use your best players. Bali, what's going on? Welcome back. We're here, baby. Okay. 
my second burning question for you, Al, and this one might be a little bit harder. So I guess I should say, I didn't send you these questions before, so you don't know what I'm going to ask you. And so I'm going to kind of put you on the spot. This is kind of a harder one. So who is a player that is going to surprise people this season? Now, this could be because of lack of performance due to past injuries, opportunities, or simply hasn't had an opportunity to break out. Now, I tend to think of this, you know, as a glass half full kind of person and saying, you know, they're going to surprise you in a good way. You are a classic wet blanket, says Lowski, though. So maybe <laughs> it's going to be surprised people in a bad way. But who is one player who's going to surprise you this season? Yeah, man. Two, I have two players that come to mind immediately. Okay. I really am having trouble seeing anything. We just talked about DeAndre Swift, seeing anything except the upside. But since we already talked about him, I laid out the case. Mm-hmm. I think that Tua is actually going to be good. Um, I think that's the player who's going to surprise everybody. And the other one is Baker Mayfield. And the reason I picked those two players is because in one quarterback leagues, those two rarely get drafted, but Mm -hmm. both are set up for success. Their teams actually did everything that they could to put them in a position to, to succeed. Uh, Baker Mayfield was the number one overall pick. And Tua Tua was the presumed number one overall pick until he got hurt. Now, you know, there's no question at this point that any rational person would take Justin Herbert over Tua and Tua versus Joe Burrow is an open debate, I think, at this point. But I think Tua, with the weapons that they put around him, is going to be someone that people are like, oh, yeah, it was tank for Tua. So I, I still believe that Tua will surprise some people, even if not in week one against the Patriots yeah. defense, which you know how how much Bill Belichick can eat up on inexperienced quarterbacks. Tua and Baker Mayfield are two quarterbacks I think that we're going to be talking about as rock-solid options when we talk about our draft board next year. Do you remember two years ago when Baker Mayfield was going in like round five of drafts, like one quarterback drafts? Like the, the hype was real after his rookie season. He was the next great quarterback. Well, do you He's remember why really- that happened? Do you remember the exact sequence of events? Was he had a good off? He had a good end of year, and yep. then he was going in the eighth or ninth round, and then they added Odell Beckham, and then he moved oh, up. and that that was it, right? It was just all right. It's it's. it's- <laughs> How's Odell Beckham doing, man? My God, it sounds like he's going to play this year, this week. But ugh, talk about yeah, a, think, just a cliff. Well, I just think that you know, peak Odell Beckham is no. He is if he is still the guy who he was, which I highly doubt. Then it's going to be you know, it's going to be even better for Baker Mayfield. But I don't think at this point any of us believe that pre-injury peak Odell Beckham, uh, one-handed catch in the end zone, Odell Beckham even exists. You know, it, it just reminds me of is the whole Josh Gordon thing. Every time he's back in the league, oh man, league winning upside, league winning upside, and then he just you know does nothing, just hanging on your bench, clog, like clogging up a roster spot. Not for yeah, I mean, well, Beckham probably has a little bit of a higher floor than Gordon did in yes. in his post peak days. But who's a? I want to put that question back on you. Who's a player that you think could be surprising us in in week six? You know, or three <laughs> weeks from now, and we're like, oh my god, I can't believe we were so low on this guy. Yeah, you know, so the guy that I kind of just picked up as my flyer this week um, in, in my home league, it's kind of a, a shallow bench. It's only five players. And uh, slowly it's it's been like friggin' pulling teeth, but we've slowly added uh, startable players. So we went, we added the super flex a couple of years ago. We added finally a second flex player. Um, it's only a 10 person league. So it's, it's quite shallow. We were starting two wide receivers, but we still only have five bench. So you have to make some strategic decisions. And a guy that I've started to pick up, and, and it's a guy I've loved all offseason, but you know, just you know, for a shallower league like that, it wasn't a guy that I initially went undrafted, was Brian Edwards. I really think that this is gonna be the 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 sophomore wide receiver that really nobody's talking about yet. And man, you know what? 
he's the kind of guy where I want to see how he performs on Monday night. And if he shows something, then I'm absolutely going to keep him on my on my bench. But if he does nothing, because frankly, Derek Carr has one guy and his name is Darren Waller, then it's going to be a quick guy that I that I cut. But I think that Brian Edwards is going to be a guy that really does break out this year. I mean, he had a lot going against him in the previous years. I, you know, the injury, the foot injury made him fall in the draft. And I, I'm looking forward to see what Brian Edwards can do this season. He's a guy that I've gotten in a few of my dynasty leagues where people are kind of, you know, I think people have the same suspicion that this is really a true alpha wide receiver and people are starting to, you know, get those kind of like feeler offers out and uh, just hold on to that because I think that he's going to break out. I don't believe in Henry Ruggs. Yeah. I mean, either him or Henry Ruggs has to break out, right? Like one of them has to, they can't have a, a zero wide receivers. I mean, if Derek Carr throws the ball 550 times and that's conservative estimate, yeah. Darren Waller can't have 280 catches. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they cut John Brown. <laughs> they cut John Brown or yeah. they released him or they let him go, yep. whatever he wanted. Yep. And Nelson Aguilar left the team in free agency. So they only have Willie Sneed, I think is there. Uh, I mean, there's nobody really there other than the two young wide receivers, the two second year wide receivers yeah. and Darren Waller. So presumably one of them has to break out unless there's someone else on the roster. We just don't know about Kenny and Drake presumably will get some catches. So yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. a great pick. Brian Edwards is, uh, you know, he's got that profile that, of an alpha he fell in the draft only because of injury um mm-hmm. he seems to be uh definitely a uh, analytics darling so i'm with you i think that's a really good pick does it surprise you because they went back to back brian edwards Lynn bowden last year does it surprise that they traded bowden to the dolphins like that seems odd why not just keep them well that? maybe there was something that they saw or or didn't like and Sometimes when you buy, you know, you buy something and you can't get your full money back, but you can get 85, 80 cents on the dollar back. You're like, all right, just take it. You know, it's that he was, it was a bad draft pick, but probably good that they were able to recoup. They took him in the third and they got back a fourth. All right. It's, it's sunk cost. We don't need him. We don't want him. At least we can get something back for him. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I think I was, well, I know I was very low on Henry Ruggs last year. You were, I say, medium temperature on Henry Ruggs last year. No, but I, li- I, st- I still like Ruggs. I still like Yeah, him. it's going to be interesting, right? I mean, uh, we, t- we talked about the, with, with Brandon a lot in the show where typically a wide receiver, when they take the biggest leap in their career from one year to the next, is when they go from a rookie to a sophomore. After they've had the season under their belt, things start to click a little bit. And the sophomore nobody's talking about is Henry Ruggs. Like he was, what, a 10th, 11th, 12th round pick in leagues this year in, in drafts? Yeah, if you if you, all you want to see is something from your rookie wide receiver, you want to like look at Jerry Judy for example. It it didn't go great all year, and then we saw that one ninety yard run he had, and now we're excited about him again. And then the, yeah. the whole drum beat, the whole momentum started building for him. Rugs had a very uninspiring rookie season, but he was the wide receiver one in his class. I mean, he's the, that means yeah. something. They're going to Sorry. want to get him going. Uh, I still think that. Derek Carr is a, a good NFL quarterback. He's he's kind of like the new Andy Dalton, right? Derek yeah. Carr is <laughs> the player where he could totally support a team. He's always going to be like QB 13, like if you ranked yep. him in like the real NFL. But he's, you know, he's not a top five quarterback. So, and he's obviously a couple years younger than Dalton. So I still like Ruggs. Uh, yeah, I, I think that your pick of uh, Edwards is a good one too. One of those guys will break out this year. It has to. I think so. I think so. My money would be on Brian Edwards, but. Who knows, man, if, you know, if Ruggs can put it together and he's got that speed, maybe, you know, maybe he could be the next, I don't want to say it, but maybe the next Tyree kill, maybe. <laughs> All right. My next question for you, 
Al, you are engaged with a lot of different um, fantasy uh, information providers, let's call it right now. Is there a new fantasy-style platform that nobody's really talking about right now that you believe everybody should give a try? So something like a Thrive Fantasy. Is there something that's new or that's been around for a little while that you really enjoy? I know DFS Army is working with one right now, but is there one that you really just recommend? It's a lot of fun. It's maybe a weekly game that people can jump into um, in addition to their season-long leagues that you would suggest to people go download right now in the App Store. Oh, yeah. This is this is a no-brainer call for me. Owner's Box. So Owner's Box, okay. they are a sponsor of the DFS Army podcast. But okay. uh, the reason they are a sponsor is because I was playing them. Uh, the Geek was playing the, playing their game, and we reached out to them and said we love the game. And basically, it's, da- it's weekly okay. fantasy football, daily fantasy football, but with yep. a super flex. So oh, cool. It, Yes, and it had. There's a lot of nuance to the game, but owners box. There's no sharks on there. Nobody. If you so, if you're if you are a shark, go swim in owners box. Download their app. You could use code. Uh, actually, they gave they gave us a new code just now as we were. Uh, <laughs> let me see right here. As we're shouting, the guy sent me an email. Funny. Yeah, uh, let's see if it le- promo code will give you. It, okay, it's NFLW1, and you get free $10. Now, it doesn't mean you have to deposit $10 on owner's box. It means just use that code, and you get free $10. Like, you don't have to it, make a deposit. Repeat that again. Okay, so if you go to owner's box, which is Superflex Daily Fantasy, yep. okay, and you use code NFLW1, NFL Week 1, okay. W1, yep. you, they're just going to give you 10 bucks. You don't have to make a deposit. Just go play. And they're, I think their huge contest is 10 bucks. So. Okay. Go there. So if you just want a free roll, right? A ten dollar free roll, yeah, yeah. or use it on, yeah. And it's again, it's super flex daily fantasy, which I like. So after, but this yeah, what's your? I'm going to go download it. No, that that's. Yeah. I mean, I'm asking you because I want to go play someone. Yeah, and, owners you know, box is a good one, and the interface is good. Drew Brees is their spokesperson. Uh, so Ooh, uh, also, right. yeah. But what do you yeah, think about Drew Brees taking that media jump? I think he's going to be good. Uh, I mean, I'm. I don't know. I don't like Drew Brees as a commentator. I, I put him in the same like bucket as I mean, listen, he's he's a Hall of Fame quarterback, but he's this kind of like vanilla, like kind of like Peyton Manning. Like I don't like Peyton Manning either. I like so I mean Tony Romo, obviously everyone loves him. He's good, but I understand yeah. why people like uh like Drew Brees. I just want a little bit more uh, not just like top line van- you don't think he's a little mm-hmm. vanilla when he when he's doing his uh his media stuff it's, it's okay it's, it's, it's gonna be a curve right like look he's not gonna jump out and be like electric that's just, just kind of not drew breeze romo was over, romo was pretty good yeah um uh, just uh, flip his question NFL, w w1 as in the number one or spelt out nfl w and then the number one the number just, one all right clip yep, so download like, it right now and, and tell yep. us your lineup clip tweet out your lineup because i'm very cu- curious to see um what i should not do this week uh shots just kidding all right kate our next question alan Sislowski. that was hey. so cruel to him you're so cruel you know what clip comes on here and he just talks shit just boom 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 like again in the absence of alan Sislowski, we need at least one wet blanket in the chat room and his name is clipboard jesus all right okay uh, the for, the fourth burning question that i have for you this season of the aging veterans, now when I say aging veterans, I mean players generally over 35 years old, Oof. not including the GOAT that is Tom Brady, who has the best shot to win the Super Bowl this year, and who is a potential dark horse, do you think, to win the Super Bowl this year? So Wait. the players specifically, Aaron Rodgers, mm. Ben Roethlisberger, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and Matt Ryan. So 
you think the favorite to win the Super Bowl this year and the dark horse to win the Super Bowl this year? Yeah, I mean, the Green Bay Packers are all set up to win. I mean, everything yeah. is lined up well for them. They have, still have Aaron Rodgers. They brought in Randall Cobb, which may not, not be a good fantasy asset, but certainly a good compliment yeah. to Aaron Rodgers. It's like Julian Edelman for Tom Brady, right? I mean, that's mm-hmm. you know not the exact same level, but it's someone he's comfortable throwing with in the slot. So I think the kind of obvious answer is would be okay. uh, the Green Bay. I mean, they will have to go through Tom Brady, but they, you know, of the options that you gave, I don't think that Pittsburgh, I think Pittsburgh is rebuilding on the fly. You know, they have the horses. Yeah. It's not sure. I believe in Ben yeah. Roethlisberger. And if you talk about a dark horse, I, I, I don't, it does sound like Washington football team uh, with a defense. Uh, if yeah. those weapon, if the offensive weapons come alive, you know, you got to like them to be the division winner. If they get a first round, oh, they won't get a buy because you know there's only one buy now. You never know. Uh, I also think that Ryan Fitzpatrick, I've been very vocal about this, is not going to make it through the year. I, I think Taylor really? Heineke is going to see. I put it this way: I have a I have a side bet with someone who's going to make more starts in 2021. Mm-hmm. Justin Fields for the Bears or yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick for the Washington Football oh. Team. I'm on the field side because I think I that. Like that. Yes, it's an interesting one. I think that you'll see at least 10 starts from fields, and I would put the under over at Fitzpatrick starts at eight. That 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 is that is some, that's some fire right there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that, that is a hot take. That is a hot yep. take, Al. I mean, yeah, I think people are thinking like the Washington football team has a pretty well, we know they've got an amazing defense, obviously, right? It, it kind of got into the playoffs last year, but they just didn't quite have that quarterback. And Fitz has shown the magic once in a while. Ooh, we got we got some. Okay, yo, mama's so fat. We are back, boys. And of course, Sapper Stub, which is of course Brandon D. Adam nineteen. Your boys, let's me in. Oh, you want you want in Sapper? Maybe we can try to do this um, sure. as a multitask. But okay, Alan Sizlowski, did you know that Matt Stafford's thirty three years old? I was going to yes. include Stafford in this. Like he is a sneaky thirty three years old only. That's quite young. The only reason I know his age is that he went to the same high school in Texas as my uh, as my sister. So yep. every time her birthday comes, I always think, oh, Matt Stafford's this many years old. So, again, it's just a little bit of a cheat code. And I always connect my sister's birthday with Stafford's birthday. So it's funny that you ask that because that's literally a thing that goes on in my brain internally every time she has another birthday. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's something 33 is young. Uh, 33 is young. Oh, dude. I am a fish. So I'm 35 right now. Um, it's my birthday next Friday. So I'm officially on the latter end of 35 as of next week. I feel old. So what do we do? We talk about football. We talk about youthful players coming in. Hey, just a side question. This isn't really one of the burning questions. Do you think Trey Lance is actually like legit going to start this year? Even say, say the Niners are rolling. Everybody stays healthy. Jimmy G staying healthy. Do you think that uh, Lance is going to go in this season? This is a great question because this goes back to what we were talking about in the beginning, that we don't want to be anchored to our preseason takes and we want to adapt yep. to situ- to circumstances on the ground. If you would mm-hmm. have asked me this in June or July, I would have said it's about 95 to 99% sure that Lance is going to make more starts than Garoppolo. And then yeah. as I thought about it a little bit, you're like, wait a second. Okay. You know, it, the uh, some of the beat writers that, do have some credibility or a lot of credibility. I said, Lance is just not ready for prime time yet. He's, he's better skilled player than Jimmy Garoppolo. He's going to be a a great player, but 
based on the practices that they're witnessing. Again, I don't have my eyes on the ground that he's just not ready for prime time yet. So if Jimmy Garoppolo, who hasn't been able to stay healthy, gets hurt, then obviously he'll play. But just based on performance, and if you look at how the 49ers are built, I think that it's, you know, if you, it, Jimmy Garoppolo is a great pick in Superflex League. So I, I would say that there's probably just on benching alone, mm-hmm. there's probably only about a 15, 20% chance that in the first eight games, and then who knows what happens after that. Jimmy Garoppolo, when he started, was, let's call it an, an okay fantasy start. I mean, he averaged probably, what, between 22, 23 fantasy points a week. I mean, it was pretty stable. Um, and, you know, his his supporting cast, George Kittle, Debo Samuel, of course, the, I think my breakout player this year is Brandon Ayuk on that team. He's got a supporting cast, and he's got the uh, friggin' that, that running game, man, to, to, to make sure that he probably hopefully doesn't get injured this year. So, all right. Um, this is good timing. I'm going to invite Brandon Adam here for this last burning question because it just seems appropriate. We've been talking about this all year. Brandon Adam, what's going on, brother? How you guys doing? Yeah, this How is impromptu, ladies and gentlemen. We had to get Brandon on because yeah. he, he couldn't not be on the Flex Network. And no. uh, perfect timing, Brandon. So we are doing, of course, the five burning questions. I've asked him the first four questions. This is one that I think uh, maybe both of you guys can ask. So, okay, Al, you first, okay? As we reach the crescendo, that is hype season. The most important question, the most burning question that I have in my loins this year is Jalen Hurts for real. I mean, he actually exists. He's metaphysically real. Is that what you mean? Or do you I mean, mean that, is he yeah. a good? I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't do it, Al. I can't yeah, be no. here like this emotionally. Yeah. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is one of those players that there is exists a real possibility for there to be a big gap between his fantasy value and his real NFL value. I believe that he's probably a good player. I just you mm-hmm. cannot ignore that all of the all, all, all the momentum has been like, eh, we'll wait and see. Eh, he's gonna have to adhere to our offense. We're not gonna design an offense for him. Eh, maybe we're in the Deshaun Watson trade market. So that get backs me off him a little bit, but in a one quarterback league, you just draft him for the upside. He's probably the second best or third best runner at the quarterback position. When you talk about uh, Lamar and Kyler Murray. So I think he's going to be a good fantasy player. Here's the thing that I don't quite understand when Lamar Jackson had what his one or two um, starts in his rookie season. And he looked electric out there. People were drafting him and saying, okay, this is a dark horse. This is the guy that's going to win you your leagues. Al, if I remember correctly, you were one of the highest Lamar Jackson um, enthusiasts in his sophomore season. And you had a hell of a lot of Lamar Jackson. And I think you won a lot of leagues because of it. What's different about Jalen hurts? Like, what is it just the supporting cast around him? Like what's so different about it? I know clip was as well, but what was, what was so different? Like what's different now? The support from the team. And I think that's really the key thing. Yeah. I see Brandon's nodding along too. I want to hear his opinion on this after I just, that when Lamar Jackson, they basically designed the offense around him. They, they supported him. They put the pieces around him that he needed, the, uh, the, the scheme to succeed. Whereas what did Philadelphia do? Again, the, in addition to all those things we just talked about, they brought in Gardner Minshew. Now, Gardner Minshew, ah, he's a backup. But wait till you hear – if the Eagles go one and three, two and five, wait till you hear what happens when that Philly crowd starts chanting for Gardner Minshew. It's it's very powerful force. Yeah. I saw what Gardner Minshew did last year for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm not too damn worried. Brandon? We've talked about this. If what feels like ag- nauseum at nauseum, do you? Th- and, and we're talking about fantasy football here. Is, is Jalen Hurts the, 
the real deal for fantasy football, Ryan, or are you are you out? Is this is this is it? You're either in or you're out. That's it. Oh, and he's on mute. We can't hear him. Yeah, that was you had you had your close up moment, and it was on mute. Uh, we had you before. We had you tap before. on the oh, mic. No. Tap on the mic. Tap on it. Oh, there we go. Now okay, we go. You. Now we got you. Let's talk. Oh, you did, no, Jalen Hurts is one hundred percent going to be the Philly guy. Um, I think that's going to happen. I think, I think they had their shot at. I think Watson is going to be a Miami Dolphin. I think that's where the draft capital and the. I think that's the direction they're going to go. I don't think Philly can outbid Miami next year. Um, so I think that's where my. I think Miami's all in on Watson next year. And then Jalen yeah. will be just fine, especially like Jalen. He's on that like Russell Wilson kind of kind of trajectory where he's got to beat out these veteran quarterbacks. And I think I think he will, especially after today's shootout. That's I I, I certainly hope, hope so. I mean, yeah. I, I'm gonna officially you know put the the Jalen Hurts conversation on the shelf because I feel like it's you know in. every single show we've been talking about it. So now we're just going to wait and see the takes are out mm-hmm. there. It's in the stratosphere and the now way, we just have to see what happens. Yes. Al. You, you, you were talking about like veteran quarterbacks and, and Aaron Rodgers and all that before. Yes. And I just, mm-hmm. I don't even know if this is like an out of left field comment, but I noticed on one of the sports book the other day, the favorite was for Aaron Rodgers to play his first snap in 2022 was on the Steelers. Ooh. Yeah, the Steelers yeah. can afford to yeah, do it, sport. right? It, it would be the perfect pivot. Yeah, that's pretty say. cool, right? I saw oh that my god! Could you imagine yeah, Claypool with Rodgers? Oh my goodness! Like that and would don't... be that would be perfect chemistry for the for yeah. both of them. They would be and Juju Smith Schuster would probably not be on the team, and don't no. be surprised if they if they sign you know who? Yeah, Devontae Adams. Devontae <laughs> Adams. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Cup. Yeah, yeah, they could yeah. do that, right? Do yes. they have the money yeah. to do that? I don't know. Like they you, have the you money make, to when, get Aaron Rodgers. And, when and, those opportunities yeah. come about, you make you make shuffle money. pieces. Yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. I mean, here's I, the thing, right? Like all their a lot of their stars on the offense are on their rookie deal still. Yeah. So why would they not be able to afford it? Like that's how, yeah. that's when you go and you win. You, you can move the pieces around. Well, they just paid T.J. Watt some ridiculous money this year. So um, they got Micah Fitzpatrick as well. Uh, Mika Fitzpatrick as well to pay too soon. So that's going to be extremely tough, but Ben, Ben will be off the salary. So that, you know, Aaron and him can kind of just swap. So I could totally see that, but I would love him. I, I, I still think Aaron Rodgers to the Broncos is what's going to happen. I think that, I think that makes a lot of sense. And I think John Elway has that swag to be able to get a veteran quarterback and seal that deal and get him in it. I think You've I can totally it. see that. Yeah. Uh, if, if they're in a room and Mike Tomlin is pitching and John Elway's pitching, sure. I'm putting my money on Mike Tomlin. That guy's oh, way sure. too smooth. Sure. He's you're smooth. right. You're and I, Mike Tomlin, yeah. Right. And so I agree I with one... you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Al. No, no. I agree that Elway is a smooth operator, but he seems like a, like the GM at like a car dealership, a little slick for my taste. Whereas yeah, Tomlin's kind of like, yeah. Yeah, like a little bit more. We real. are going to come in here. We're going to execute our plan and we're going to yeah. win football games right. he's he's a, right. he's a freaking leader what do you, i love what do you that need guy to be, yeah exactly god what's your you have right, one, I more have one last burning question it is actually sure. week one specific and it's something that like this is a legitimate question that i want to know and I'll, I'll ask brandon first this time then i'll ask al brandon in your dfs lineups Uh-oh. who is your tinker player 
of week one. When I say tinker player, somebody that you like, ah, shit, this is somebody that with all the, the new information coming in, I'm tinkering my lineups to get this one player into my lineups. Who is that tinker player for you today, this week, Brandon? Najee Harris. Ooh. I think Najee Harris has been, I think I've been pivoting off. I've been pivoting off of Mixon and to Najee Harris for the same, for a little bit cheaper salary to get some cap relief to be able to slam in a Kelsey. Um, and mm. I'll, that's, it's been, I'm, I'm all Kelsey and Kittle this week. So like, that's the, the two I went with and I needed some salary relief and Harris is around 11% ownership. So I think that's a nice pivot off of 30% of Mixon. So there you go, Al. Yeah, I'll give you two DFS plays. And again, let me caveat this by saying I am not a DFS expert. I, you know, I love dynasty. I love basketball. Yeah. I love redraft. Yeah. But he, sometimes the non-expert gives you the best tips because never know. the expert sees one path, whereas the non-expert sees many, right? Mm-hmm. So the two, the two players that I like the best this week that I saw taking account low ownership and in the specific game is I think this is a Kareem Hunt week. Uh, being if there's going to be a oh shootout and nobody wants Kareem Hunt, like nope. literally, I, I, I think it's single digits ownership or even like, you know, low single digits. So That's Kareem smart. Hunt, yeah, I just, you know, I was, I was just like looking down. I was like, and again, I am not a DFS expert. I just looked down. I was like, oh, okay. I, I could see that. Hmm. So, and the other one is if you just want to take a $5 bill or and rip it in half, but have a chance to win a million dollars on DraftKings in the showdown tonight, just put Justin Fields in your captain spot. Ah. And if Andy Dalton gets benched in the first quarter and they're like, we just need to go to Fields now and he gets you four games worth of stats, yeah. <laughs> just like they did with Deshaun Watson and Tom oh Savage. Again, you have no chance of winning the million anyway. So you might mm-hmm. as well give yourself like a that's, 0.001% chance. So that's I'm putting, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to put Fields in my captain spot and understand that I'm literally lighting the five bucks the 10 bucks on fire yeah. anyway whatever it is whatever you got to make it 20 swing, lineups man. who cares right right you might Look, as well I do had... one where you it gives you a chance to pop out that would be kind of cool well yeah. uh, so a bet that brandon put on uh for the thursday night game that i think was extremely sharp is probably one that he probably was like eh, i'm maybe burning money here but there's a better than zero chance is he had gronk to score two touchdowns and i think Ooh, you you, you cash it nice. quite profitably with that because yeah. look when was the last time gronk scored two I don't know. It's maybe this. They score two in Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, it's Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the other prop I like today I, I saw on DraftKings was Pitts over forty point five yards. I thought that one looked a little <laughs> soft. So yeah. I, also, Javante Williams is uh, rush yards is soft at thirty nine, and I think Javante Williams is going to score today. So I I'm have a good. same game parlay in that for over on that and a score, and let's make some money. That's awesome. Cool. That's awesome. So, all right. So we're going to end it here. Brandon, thank you for coming on for the last, you know, sure. burning questions. Al, sorry, we're brother. Get you on as much as we can. No, it's all good. Yeah. Uh, this was a, a beautiful bonus episode. We're going to get Al on as much as we can. You're a busy man. Al, can you tell the people like what you're doing now? What is Alan Sizzles yeah. doing in the fan, in the fantasy football space right now? Yeah. So what you need to do is just follow me on Twitter at Alan Sezlowski, and I mm-hmm. post all my fantasy football content there, which I'm doing a ton of in-season stuff, Rotowire, and uh, of course, mm-hmm. you know, uh, just I'm out there just producing stuff, giving you value to the people. But follow me on Twitter, and you can see everything I'm putting out if you're interested. And if you're a TikToker, 
There Come on go. over TikTok. Mm-hmm. I'm running the Rotowire TikTok account. Uh, we're building there, putting out content every day. So I love TikTok for fantasy football content. You have a lot of uh, interesting creative creators. Even if some of the takes are good, some of the takes are bad, it doesn't matter. It's I think the most is the best space to get fantasy football information right now, even more so than Twitter. Is uh, so follow at Rotowire on fantasy football TikTok. Amazing, sure. Brandon. How do good people find and interact with you to get your cockamamie? Oh comments oh i'm on twitter brandon d adam 19 and dude i am so freaking pumped today i'm i i woke up this morning and my heart rate is up and i i haven't felt this way in months so i'm excited so let's go (laughs) i love it oh man it's gonna be a lot of fun ladies and gentlemen thank you for coming on a sunday morning before the football week before we sign off you want to go one bold prediction each like 20th percentile outcome? Go ahead, Shane. You're first. For the day? Oh, boy. For the you're day. Week on one, spot. bold prediction. All right, all right, Brandon, you can go first while Shane's thinking. No, no, I got one. I, I got, Okay. I, I'm, I'm, all, I'm all in at this point. I feel like it's a cop-out, but I'm just going to go out and say it. Jalen Hurts, wide, or quarterback one this week in fantasy Love football. It. Brandon. Brandon? I have Ronda Moore, 100 yards and a score. Beautiful. Stezzy? Baker Mayfield, QB two on the week. Oh, I can see man, it. That is a sharp ass play. Uh, I can see I it, man. I'm... I can see that. Uh, man, I think it was he, Ian Harditz um, from PFF that was talking about how um, statistically, when one quarterback, in this case Patrick Mahomes, is expected to score a hell of a lot of fantasy points, more often than not, Run that back. other quarterback is going to score a hell of a lot of fantasy points as well. We were chatting about this game yesterday. I think Cleveland's going to give the Kansas City Chiefs a little bit of heartburn today and could get the upset but we're just gonna have to wait and see so al thank you for coming on brandon thanks for jumping on so for says for brandon for flex matt i am flex shane and we are the flex network this is the flex network (laughs) this is the flex network Flex on them. Flex on everybody. This right here is the flex.